We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is Danny and Dusty. Meringatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Meringue and Dusty, the fan man Hera. All throws and monkey sounds in there called good. The old like Danny Meringue pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The fan. Good afternoon. Happy Monday, everybody. Wow. Yeah, there he is. Ah, there it's a, he is. The sad monkey. How are, uh, oh, really? Are you, are you really that sad? Yes. Really that sad? I mean, not really, but I, I am. Well, I will go ahead and let everybody else in on it that does not know. Uh, Danny, at times, is emotionally unfit to be a fan of a team. Whee! Um And USC, mm-hmm. they got, they done got beat they on done, the road. They done got got. How'd that feel for you? It was gut wrenching. I although really? not not necessarily that gut wrenching. No, I didn't. It's okay. funny. I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the game, and then around the third quarter, I went, "They're gonna have to run and lose this." I looked at my wife because uh, I I kind of we we quasi had my birthday on Saturday. Okay, because tomorrow NBA season starts. I'm yep. gonna be super busy, and yeah, like, ah, and I'm that's not your gonna, birthday. Yeah, it's not so it was like. Oh, we're just gonna do everything on Saturday. So we went out and That's the way it should be. Had some fun on Saturday, and then I'm like, "Hey, let's just go like do everything early, and then we'll order in, and I'll sit there and watch the game." And that that did not go well. May for have you. been a poor choice. I would say, yeah, it, it was a poor choice because it did not end well. I mean, you were feeling great at the beginning of it. Oh, I mean, I was feeling fantastic, and then you know, zebras. Ze- <laughs> oh, don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. You can't blame that. No, you can't blame that game on officiating. I'm not, but it was fun. Come on. Um, ooh, should be noted. Two things. Um, Jeff Rust is here. Hello, Jeff Rust. Oh, hey. Yeah, Jeff Rust is back. Um, happy birthday, Will Ortner. Yeah, Ortner. It's, it's his, his, it's his birthday. birthday. I remember that. Um, but I don't know what the other thing was. Oh, it was about your birthday. The surprising results of the poll that we had up the other day. Oh, your, your, your day off for your birthday? Oh, my gosh. Good. Over 80% said yes. This is, uh, and this was a bit of an upset. We put up at Danny and Dusty on social media. Uh, is it okay? Wait, where'd that, where'd that tweet go? Um, is it okay to ha- take your birthday off of work? And it, it really was. It was like 80% of mm-hmm. people said yes. Take your take your day off of work, and that that isn't that is a solid move, an okay move. That I did not see that one coming. I, I did not see that one coming one bit. I didn't think it was going to be that landslide. No, but I did. I did expect it to to lean that way for sure. Remember, Oregon leads the uh, country in uh, quiet quitting. Seventy eight point three percent said yes. Twenty one point eight percent said no. It was uh it was a bloodbath out there. We. Which, 
maybe now I'm just going to start taking my birthday off then. I won't since be, I know that I 70, won't be here tomorrow. <laughs> since I now know that 78.1% of our listeners agree with it. Um, that was that was a shocking result. It was a shocking result, but some people made some good, uh, pretty good points in that if you have PTO, who cares when you use it? Yes, I'm a big I'm a Agreed. big proponent of if you have PTO, use it. Yeah. Uh, this text says, "My work gives us our birthday off paid." I've seen a few places that do that. That's all, that's yeah. a, that's a really cool thing. Like, hey, you go do you, and if it's by your work, then. You know, if your work is telling you to take the day off, I ain't going to sit there and be like, no, <laughs> no, it's okay. I'll come to work on my birthday. It's the right thing to do. Uh-uh. No, you get that day, you take it, man. Are you listening, Odyssey? <laughs> well, you know the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know the answer to that one, I can Jeff. tell. You, I can tell you right now, um, if the answer, if they're not listening when Rob calls them the evil overlords, they're definitely not listening now. Right. <clears throat> oh, man. Um, so you had an okay, uh, you celebrated your birthday and it was okay. Besides USC uh, tragically getting their hearts ripped out by Cameron rising, who once again started running the football and good things started happening. Yeah. We talked about that. We kind of knew that was, was going to happen. Are you really upset about this? No, you not seem really. very, you seem very short. No. Do you not want to talk about sports right now? Cause no, we can, well, I have, Oh, I've got notes on SC in Utah. Oh, no, we'll spend a bunch of time Oh, I got that. the notes on USC. I, what a great weekend of football it was, though. Top to bottom, start to finish college football and the NFL. We knew what it was going to be, and it lived <sighs> up to it. And that, that's so nice after having such crappy weeks the last two weeks. Yeah. It's been like, it's been, it had, the season started out with a bang in both college football and the NFL, and we're like, man, we're going to get this. And we got it for like two, three weeks. It was like, oh, okay. And then it hit, and it was like, Oh, that's right. There's a lot of mediocre stuff in between. There sure is. And those mediocre weeks were blech. This week, home runs across the board. Yep. I mean, up and down. In the NFL, like it wasn't – we had that streak of like three-point or fewer games. I think we only had one game decided by three or less in the NFL this week. But it just seemed like every single game was, was close. Well, the Patriots uh, smashed Cleveland, and that, that game was not particularly close. Um, but it's in, in the Falcons. How about Marcus Mariota? Can we give Marcus Mariota a quick, like, Hey, nice job, man, because he's not throwing for a bunch of yards, but dare I say Falcons playing really hard. They're three and three right now. And Mariota and Arthur Smith is doing the perfect Mariota thing. Protect him from himself. He only threw the ball 14 times. It was only 129 yards, two touchdowns. Got to show the legs a little bit. But he had zero interceptions, and he's running the hell out of the ball. Yeah. And they're just finding ways to use Mariota within himself. And they beat uh, they beat the 49ers 28-14. And Jimmy Garoppolo had one of those weird Jimmy Garoppolo interception days, which is why people are like, oh, yeah, there's that one. Um, and then the Jets hammered the Packers. But other than that, I, like almost every game was one possession game. All, all the way down. I mean, we had three games that were just kind of, huh, but nobody really wanted to watch those games anyways, and that, those weren't the ones that were on the radar. The ones that were on everybody's radar, I think all weekend long and across the board, they lived up to the hot hype, whether it was college football on Saturday or uh, NFL on Sunday. One exception, Michigan absolutely blown the doors off of Penn State. So it was a great college and pro weekend. I am, I'm here for it all. I think it was... Uh, if you are a fan of football, you cannot ask for a better week, what, seven in college football or week six in the NFL. Yeah, no, I, I don't think there's there's any way you can look at that and be like, no, no, it wasn't a great weekend. It was just, I mean, even on, on the losing side of things, it was still an yeah. incredible week of football. All right, we got a lot that we need to dive into with um, all things, all things college in, in pro football. We will have, uh, maybe we'll sprinkle in a little bit of, of baseball in there too, um, because how cool was T-Mobile Park on Saturday in an absolute marathon that just kind of threw a wrench into my entire day? I had to go multiple devices. My goodness, eighteen inning marathon in Seattle. I I I tuned out after a while, and I'll, I'll be honest that that's too many. That's too many. It was so cool though, and I I, I hope that if anybody was up there. 
uh, and you're listening to this right now, there is something different about going to a postseason baseball game where when you go to a postseason baseball game, it's like usually like a three or four hour you know, football game where everybody is uh, standing, everybody's yelling, it is loud and raucous, and you can feel the energy in it. It was like six hours of that, <laughs> six and a half hours of that for an 18-inning baseball game that was scoreless but yeah. had so much action through it. Like, it was the most exciting scoreless baseball game where you're just going, ah, so close yet so far away. Dominating pitching, great defensive efforts. Like it was, that game was blunders and just absolute mind-numbing mistakes. Maldonado getting doubled up by Ty France, but it was it was an incredibly fun eighteen inning game. And I hope that Mariner fans that went up there, and if you got a chance to experience it, postseason baseball hits different. Uh, pour some out for the people that couldn't get game three tickets and had to wait for the game four tickets. Well, that game four did not happen. <laughs> Remember Pelton? See, Pelton bought tickets to game four. That's right. That's right. And, but that that state T-Mobile was insane. They, they said two hours before first pitch, it was almost full. Like they opened the doors and it just yeah flooded in. Have you ever been to a postseason baseball game? Oh yeah, you have. Yeah, at, the, at Bush. Those are incredible mm-hmm. when you can. When you get that kind of energy and you get that kind of environment, like it's 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 really cool. They did it right it with the first really pitch. Cool. King Felix throwing out the first pitch was rad. I know Macklemore is Seattle, but like they need to stop making him their official pitch man. Well, he had the my oh my. He has you know the the Dave Niehaus song. I, it's still, I like, mean, what do you want him to go to? You want to well, go? Well, they to... they had him at Climate Pledge when they had the the game uh, for the preseason for the yeah. uh, Blazers and Clippers. It's like. He hasn't got a lot going on, man. I, I know, but Seattle, you have more. You have more than just Macklemore to offer. Do they? Sure. I mean, what, do you want him to go Sir Mixlot? you want him to go Dave Grohl? Do you, I mean, we could go... Uh, could dig up the corpse of uh, Kurt Cobain? I don't think no? that that would be good. Okay. No. Even, even then, he's a, I think he's Port Angeles, isn't he? Yeah, you could go... But, I mean, it's Seattle grunge. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, they've got... I mean, you want to dig up corpses to go Jimi Hendrix style. Eddie Vedder's still alive. Eddie Vedder. See? That'd be a great one. Isn't he a Cubs guy or something? Yeah, he is a is big a Cubs, Cubs fan. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember him around 2016 mm, throwing out sense. first pitches and whatnot. All so, I'm saying is be better. You have more than Macklemore to offer. Yeah, Sir Mix a lot. It'd be like the Blazers just picking one person to do everything. Like, don't get me wrong, Ian Carmel would do it. No, nah, well, Kelly O'Coin well, Kelly- also is like we, we, what do Kelly you mean? would also do it. We we do do that in Portland. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know, but Kelly doesn't do everything. Not everything. Yeah, but he's not even a very like he's a, a very Famous. established and but he's very not, good actor. Yes. But I mean, it, he's not like Macklemore even. No, you're right. Uh, what's his name from uh, Modern Family? Ty Burrell. Ty Burrell. He's he's, he's, he's he's from Southern Oregon. Not only that, he's he's their most famous fan. Yeah, is it he is. a big Blazer fan? Oh yeah, he is. Yeah, no, he's he comes to games as often as he can. Which uh, is that very often? He hides. He doesn't. He doesn't like being. It's weird. He doesn't <laughs> like being put on the jumbotron or like being promoted or anything like that. Well, yeah, because he's a Southern Oregon Raider. He doesn't need that attention. That does. That does make sense. Yeah, yeah. And he's a big, he's a big Duck fan too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he went to SOU and then he went. I think he went trans, er, Penn State. He got his master's in theater at Penn State. <laughs> That's. Yeah. For those uh, for those that can't see on radio, the look <laughs> that I just made on my face was a huh? Uh, Penn State, not a place I think about for acting. Oh man. Okay. Uh, part of that part of our conversation today about baseball is um, the the Mariners fans also getting very upset on Saturday. Very upset on Saturday. Um, so we got that that we got to get to. A ton of NFL, though, because, look, it was a an incredible weekend of football. We had drama, rivalries, great play, and I think what we saw yesterday was 
one of the all-time rivalries in front of our very eyes. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink think what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. An incredible weekend of football continued yesterday. It was the afternoon game on CBS. Tony Romo predicting plays and in the final score even. And that was that that went viral. Did you see that 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 clip going around the internet? I did not. So at the very beginning of the game, Tony Romo said this is not going to be a high scoring game. This is going to be like a a 24-20 type game or 30 to uh, 30 to 24 if somebody goes crazy. Final score? Bills 24, Chiefs 20 in Arrowhead yesterday. It's not like he hasn't done this before. No, it's... Like, this is kind of what he does. And it's not just predicting scores. He's like, oh, I'm going to run. I, this here's exactly what I'd run. And then you see the team come out in the exact same formation, run the motion, and run the exact same play and progression that he was mm-hmm. going to run. Yes. Turns and... out being a very smart quarterback and being around the league for a long time lends itself to being a good analyst for football. And he is super smart, but also it does help when you get to sit in on meetings with offensive and defensive coordinators. And you know exactly what their game plans are. Yeah, and so you go, oh, if this defense, which I've talked to their coordinator, wants to do this in third and long, then the offensive coordinator, who I've talked to, wants to do this in third and long, I can give you a very educated guess on what's going to happen. And he does it very very well because he is bright. He has everything to draw off of. And there's a reason why he does it better than other color analysts is because, one, Romo's really damn good at what he does. Mm -hmm. He's smart, and he takes all of that information. He's not just sitting there in a meeting just shooting the breeze. He's actually getting in information and intelligence on what is going to happen in the game, and he uses it. And he did it again yesterday, and it was – that was just kind of the beginning of what ended up being a cool game start to finish um, where we had a tie at the end of the first quarter. 
We had a flurry of points at the end of the first half where they went into the break tied. They finished the third quarter tied, and then it, it came down to really it came down to the end of the game. And in the final minute was a minute and four seconds. Um, the Buffalo Bills end up taking the eventual game winning twenty four twenty lead with a Dawson Knox touchdown reception from Josh Allen. And the two quarterbacks in this game are the ones that everybody is talking about heading in. And as we come out of it, rightfully so, because Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen put on an absolute show yesterday for the entire country to watch. And that, to me, when when we talk about what happened this weekend in football from college and the NFL, everybody that needed to put on a performance – they put on one heck of a, a, a performance, and those two are no different from that as Allen went 27 of 40 for 329 and three touchdowns. Mahomes, 25 of 40, 338, two touchdowns, but it was two interceptions that were the big difference in that game. First of all, shout out to all the degenerates out there who took a scoreless first quarter. Ooh. Boy, you got some issues then. I mean, that's, that's a serious degenerate play, which, yep. again, shout out to you. But also, I, man... It is, it is hard for me to look at that game and not have had it go more perfectly for the Buffalo Bills, no matter how you slice it. Mm-hmm. You exercise demons. You put Josh Allen on the same plane for any of those who didn't think he was on the same plane with Patrick Mahomes. Defensively, they show that they are going to be a problem. They show that they can execute in situational football. Well, bookending that game with interceptions, too. Patrick Mahomes' first mm-hmm. drive of the game after Buffalo fumbled coming out of the gate, they get inter- they intercept Mahomes on, on the first drive. And then at the up very end, end of the game, they intercept Mahomes again, which jumping that route, Mahomes just looked – he has a new gift going out where he's doing like the thing with his mouth. Mm-hmm. That's about how you can feel because that was a – incredible play by by the Bills defense. But you're right, that defense is they're humming right now. They're clicking. It's hard to look at the Bills right now and not call them the best team in the AFC. I, I, I don't think you can really make that argument. If you're going to nitpick something, you're like, well, I don't really like their running game, but it turns out their quarterback is a fantastic running back somehow. Well, I mean, and they, they still put up yards against the, that Chiefs defense yesterday. I think they ran for over 100 yards. And you have the fact that Josh Allen was able to to throw the ball for 330 yards on his own as well. They they put up 400 yards of offense on what is a Super Bowl contending team in, in Kansas City. Do they have their warts on defense? Absolutely. They all do. But I, I don't think that – I think you're – hit the nail on the head with that. No, this is a – this is the best team in the AFC, and they proved it. And that's how big that game was. Think about this. Yeah. That is a, not only is it a win, that's a head-to-head win that you get. So that's a tiebreaker come home field advantage in the playoffs. I mean, it's crazy to sit there and think about this, that we're talking about this in week six. But the reality is that should be on the front of mind for Buffalo and Kansas City. And those two teams played like there was that much on the line. There's so much in this game where you can break apart the first quarter, second half, the the head-to-head, how the defense is stacked up. Uh, the Bills, I think the, the Dolphins game was kind of a, an aberration, particularly because of the heat. I, I think that any other, really any other game or any other temperature, they probably win that game. The fact that it was a bajillion degrees in the field, they were gassed, cooked, they just weren't used to it. And, mm-hmm. and the Dolphins going nuts. I think it was a combination of those two things. But I don't know how you can't come out of that game as, uh, as the Bills and not not necessarily be on your high horse, but any, like, lingering thoughts in the back of your head, you went into Arrowhead and got it done. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's not a thing that happens. Teams don't go into Arrowhead and win. They don't go in and dictate anything. They don't go in and execute or out-execute Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. That doesn't happen. So if you're the Bills right now, this is this has got to be kind of like the, the Rams felt last year of just hopping in that driver's seat and just knowing. Mm. And not necessarily, like... W- the Super Bowl is ours, but the idea of if we don't get there, barring injuries, it's nobody's fault but ours. And I think that's, and again, I know that's a lot to take from a game in October. I know that. 
but we're t- we're not talking about just one game in October. We're basically, and I know seasons are different, but you're still basically talking about the last 12 months for the mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills, for me, because of what this matchup meant and how everything has gone through the Chiefs for the last three years. Well, and they did it, didn't they? Did in the you go on the road to Arrowhead this year, last year they gave them all they could handle too, mm-hmm. and that that's impressive. And Josh Allen. You talk about guys that raise their game to the next level. Oh my God, Josh Allen is—he's that dude when they he plays the Kansas City Chiefs, and I love that. And this is what's going to make this a a great rivalry, but like moving forward, and Mahomes is going to have a bunch of these because he's got one in his division with Herbert. Mm-hmm. Then he's got one in the NFL as a whole with Josh Allen. Don't think that Joe Burrow isn't going to want a piece of Patrick Mahomes at some point, especially with how the AFC Championship game oh, was sick. last year. They're all AFC quarterbacks. Yeah, they're all in the like <laughs> all of this, this road is it's in their young. They're they, all like twenty six and under. I think they Mahomes talk about the broadcast. There's they were what is it like nineteen days apart or something like that. That is which doesn't happen. And this is this is fun. Yeah, and Josh Allen raising his game. The last three games against the Kansas City Chiefs. Josh Allen has thrown for 977 yards, 10 touchdowns, zero interceptions. And he's in his last two games, I, I, can't remember, I don't know what he closed with, but he had 22 carries for 125 yards and a touchdown. This is it's like, oh, my goodness. Incredible. And it's not like he's doing this against, you know, the, well, the Jets, which are, are the Jets good. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> uh or I should say, it's not like he's doing this against the Bears, the Bears, yeah. or the Panthers. Yeah. First team to have five losses Humble. this year in the NFL. He's doing it against the Kansas City Chiefs. He's doing it against one of the best teams in the NFL. They do have holes on defense, but injuries as well. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He is doing it against the best, one of the best teams, and they need every single one of those points. They need every single one of those yards if you're going to finish off a team like KC. And when the when the lights are shining the brightest, he steps up. That's awesome. That's that's all you can ask for because I think with all of the young quarterbacks that we were just talking about, especially in the AFC, all of them do kind of rise up to that moment. And that's going to lead us to years and years of, of rivalries like this and games that will live up to the hype. They will live up to the hype. You want a comparison here to, to get out on? Yeah. Okay, the Buffalo Bills have scored 176 points and had 81 against. They have played six games. They have allowed one more point than the Denver Broncos, who have played one less game, and they have scored 101 more points. They have given up one more, scored 101 more. Yikes. They're good. That's how good they are. They are very good at this football thing right and now. And right now, the Broncos have, have allowed the least amount of points in the NFL, which, unless they get a, sh- a shutout tonight, the Bills will go into this next week allowing the least amount of points in the, se- in, in the NFL this season. Incredible. So, so if, as much as we just spent all this time talking about Josh Allen, how good they are, how great they are, that defense is not getting the credit it deserves. I, and I do want to talk about that defense at some point, and I do want to talk about uh, Jordan Poyer the pride of Astoria and Oregon state Mm -hmm. university. Uh, So we have that uh, to get to, we'll get to that a little bit later in the show, but the bills and chiefs, that was kind of the gem of the NFL weekend. The college football weekend was absolute insanity. We got to start unpacking that next Danny and dusty on the fan. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. The NFL uh, Sunday slate was awesome, but Saturday, he doesn't get much better than what we saw across the board in college football. We will dive into uh, the Beavs and their emphatic and oh, hell, impressive win against Washington State. Yes. A little bit later in all things going on in the Pac-12, like, r- really, Cal? Really? Colorado? Really? And then we, 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 said really? Na- we said nice things about Cal, too. I take them all back. Yeah. I take them all back. What we got, though, across the landscape as a whole was – just some incredible games, one, but two, just the visuals of 110,000 people in Neyland Stadium at the University of Tennessee as they break a streak against third-ranked Alabama. That goes back to when Nick Saban took over that program in, in 2007. It's been 15 in a row that Alabama, and, and for those that don't know, that rivalry, it means a ton yes a ton i i shared this story um because it just made me laugh and it was one of my favorite professors in in college he is an alabama grad um and he would always when it came what is it second weekend of october Mm -hmm. and it was the tennessee week he would start you know have a little peacock and walk around like with his chest um puffed out I had Ainge send me a T-shirt from Tennessee that was <laughs> bright orange, and it just said "Beat Bama" on it. And I walked into one of his classes, Deal Richardson. I walked into one of his classes, and I made sure I was just a little late. I kind of hung out outside, and I walked in a little bit late. And he was in the front of the classroom, and he looked at me, and he goes, "Get the f out of my room." <laughs> <laughs> and he sent me. He sent me out. And I, I was done, and I ended up having Ainge sign that, and it said, uh, at that point, I think he, Eric was like 2-1 and one all time against Alabama, and it, it said, go Vols, 2-1 versus Bama. And DL had that in his office for for years after that. It is a rivalry that it means more than I think a lot of people know or understand out here. Like, Particularly out here, yes. People think, like, that. that's not one that registers as, like, one of the great rivalries in college football. Which is weird. Bama and Tennessee hate each other. Please. They absolutely despise one another. And when you have a 15-year run of dominance mm-hmm. from Bama, where we talked about this last week, what the average score is like 39 to 13, yes, too. They've got them tri- almost tripled up. It's been an absolute disaster for the University of Tennessee and they get that win in the way they do it with 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 Hooker playing as what well. I, I don't even know the words to describe the way that Hendon Hooker played or Jalen Hyatt, wide receiver, where those two guys just went absolutely insane in that football game. But you get an in, in offensive explosion and then to see the fans pour onto the field and it is 
shoulder to shoulder. It's probably okay. Number one, it was a sellout. It was it was packed, and they had SRO room in there as well. Goodness. But there's one level of Neyland that can't get down to the field, but everybody else can. And I, if you said seventy five thousand people got down on the field, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say no. No, it was that tight. It looked like Woodstock. Think about how many, how big a football field is. Okay, football field is 120 yards from end zone to end zone, mm-hmm. and 53 and a third yards wide. Mm-hmm. Then you have the bench area, and then the little area in between. It was all full. It was shoulder to shoulder in the entire bowl. The entire thing. Yeah. I I don't know how many people that is. I would again be, if, if you told maybe, me 75,000. I, I believe it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet. There's horrible at bowl parking, like groups of people though, large gatherings of people. I'd mm-hmm. be like, yeah. 15 people. They're like, no, there's 78. I'm like, I don't know. If there's a picture, like probably 80 feet up, 100 feet up, that shows, like encapsulates encapsulates everything, and it's zoomed in just a little bit, there's not a shoulder to spare. Like it's it's shoulder to shoulder. I looked at my wife as we had the game on, and she saw everybody storming the field. I'm like, How, are you getting anxiety watching this? She goes, yes. I could not. Mm-hmm. I, she's like, that's just. There's nowhere to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they tear down the goalposts and, and throw them in the river. Wonderful. Also, all-time move. Love it. How do you get goalposts out of a stadium? Teamwork, baby. Team up and over. We're going up and over. <laughs> like, it is. These people, and, and you see how much that meant to the University of Tennessee. They're, 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 they're still celebrating today. They're lighting up stogies on the field because that's one of the traditions is, mm-hmm. you know, the winner gets the cigars. You see who bought Tennessee's? Jay Cutler, baby. Smoking from Vanderbilt. Jay Cutler. Who lost, what, 55 nothing to Georgia? Yeah. Because he just wanted to see Bama lose. Yeah, he wanted to see Bama lose. And he's a, Tennessee and Vanderbilt are rivals. Yes. But Jay Cutler's but like, like it's a di- nope. It's a different kind of rivalry. I was just going to say, we were talking about the rivalry, like Tennessee and Alabama and how it's kind of understated. What people don't understand is that Tennessee hates everyone. They like do. there's not like a friendly rivalry. Like Vanderbilt isn't really a rivalry. It it is, but it is. It's it's more of a rivalry in non-football sports. That's when it becomes a rivalry. Yeah. But in football, Tennessee, it's not like a oh no, it's a it's a gentleman's rival or like it, they hate everyone. They just hate Bama and Florida more. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's I I can't. I I had a couple buddies when I was in the Air Force that were Tennessee grads. Yeah, they hate Bama, Florida, Georgia, Vandy. And then they just despise everybody. Yeah, else. I mean, and it's like, a but they hate those like they. Four. But I mean, even the teams that they're like they dislike, mm-hmm. they hate them too. Sure. It's it's a different level. Tennessee is just like a different space, man. I I, I appreciate it as much as we talk about college football is better when uh, USC is better, when Texas is better. Like that's all true, but it's also better when Tennessee is better. Mm-hmm. It's one of the more underrated places of it being better, and you saw why. Yeah. Also. Send my vote in for Hooker. Uh, Rust, we're going to need yeah. that. Uh, we'll send that video clip yeah. in uh, I, along put, with put it. Hooker's the, uh, the Heisman. Hendon Hooker he's, he's the Heisman. Is, is a bad man in the... Like, don't get me wrong. Like, like Caleb Williams was phenomenal yeah. this weekend. What what Hendon Hooker did against Alabama is just unbelievable. What what's incredible is how good Bryce Young was. Like mm-hmm. people like not enough people are talking about what Bryce Young was able to do in that game. He was insane throughout the course of the game. This is how good that offense is for Tennessee though. And when you have a guy like Jalen Hyatt who goes off for six catches, two hundred and seven <laughs> yards, and five tutties. Is that a good is that a good game? Uh, I would say so. The best defensive mind arguably in the history of college football, could not find a way to stop him. Nick Saban with, could with, not find a way dudes. to stop him. Yes. With the best, and, and that says a ton about Josh Heupel. says a lot about Jalen Hyatt. It says an incredible amount about Hendon Hooker because it was all three of them, they pay, played such a massive role in it, right? The scheme, the individual efforts from, from Hooker and Hyatt, those guys outshined what was a 455-yard performance by Bryce Young, and oh, by the way, Jameer Gibbs ran for 103 yards. Like they gave up so many yards. There's 82 dropbacks, or excuse me, 84 dropbacks. There were two sacks in this game. <laughs> it was an offensive explosion. How? how? And to to kind of put perspective on how good that Tennessee offense is, 
That was the most points Alabama has given up since 1907. Well, you started with 19, so that lets you know right away. Yeah. But then you went to 1907, adding another 100 years to it. Yeah. Do you know who the um, team is that, that scored 54 points on Alabama? I'm going to go Vandy because they were a, a monster. No. No. Uh, Siwani? Sawani? Sawani. Sawani. No idea. Yeah. Sawani scored 54 points on them back in 1907. See, I would have gone Vanderbilt because they had like three years in like the early 1900s where they were undefeated and they beat teams like 72 to nothing. It was what, you know, when football first came around. Well, yeah, the infamous Georgia Tech game where they scored 222 points yep. on. I don't, know, I don't even know what they were yeah. playing. They were... The, the games like that existed. So everybody always talks talk about we need to go back to the good old days of sportsmanship. I give you that example. Oh, God, they just used to run it up, baby. Just don't stop. Wait, running clock? What's that? No, we're going to keep this clock stopped. You're, you're gonna, you can't run from this butt whooping. That's what's happening. Um, but that game, it had so much tied into it where now do we see, you know, is Tennessee back? That's a question that people, that, that people are asking. And it doesn't matter. Why do we have to? Why do we have to? And this is the thing that always infuriates me about Texas is back. Texas almost lost to Iowa State this week, folks. Okay? So let's pump the brakes on their back. Why don't we just appreciate what was an incredible game? You have an undefeated Tennessee team, and the thing that should make everybody else, one, happy and chuckle, but also terrified because they'll probably get like three guys, three teams in the college football playoff now, is that there is carnage in the SEC. Imagine this. Alabama has one loss throughout the rest of the regular season. Mm-hmm. Tennessee loses to, or no, Tennessee beats Georgia in a couple of weeks and hands them one loss. Then Tennessee steps on a grenade wear. And then Alabama beats Tennessee in the SEC okay. championship game. Then you have three one-loss teams from the SEC. They're all going. All of them would be to one another. They get like it, that. You're sitting there going, "Oh God, they get three in." I mean, they would, and they should. At that point, they should. Is that what's good for the game, though? No, but no, it would make no sense. It, it's who are not. you keeping out of that group? Yeah, that's the that's the big question. Is that I don't know because I'm telling Georgia? you right now, barring an injury, because Georgia didn't play in the conference championship game after they being number one the entire season. Yeah, they absolutely steamrolled Oregon. Yeah, I, I don't, and that's their only loss. It, it, see, and that's where you go. Yeah, and that's okay, why we need to go twelve. Good luck. That's yeah. what we are, and hopefully they get it done by twenty twenty four. I just say this: there's no way in hell, unless Tennessee falls apart or an injury, that you're keeping the likely Heisman Trophy winner out of the college football playoff. Well, they have a their their schedule starts to get a little bit tougher because they've got uh, Kentucky, Georgia, Missouri, South Carolina. Yeah, well, Kentucky and Georgia, namely, and then they have the SEC championship game. I mean, there's a lot that can happen between now and then, and uh, a lot of their schedules will will start to tighten up a little bit. The best thing that Tennessee has going for them right now is that they don't have a Missouri this week. They have their SEC patsy shoved into next week, where UT Martin, Martin, You can beat UT Martin by Josh Heupel closing his eyes and just picking a play off his card, his, his Madden, call sheet. Uh, Madden coaches pick? Yeah. I like That's that. how good this offense yeah. is, and, and that is the best thing that they got going for them because it won't be they ride the high of beating Alabama and then stub their toe. Oh, no. They, they have a patsy. Right now, well, it's protecting your brands and protecting yeah. your teams. The SEC mid, does mid, a, it's like a season buy, and you get to put some big numbers up for Hooker. I, there's, I'm, I just need to lay out every time you say it because it could be drops all over the place. Um, but that was just one of, I mean, really, we had four, four, five games this past weekend in college football. Tennessee, Alabama was just one, one. that highlighted how good the state of college football is right now. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, the fan. 
Tennessee, Alabama was awesome, and it was right off uh, right off the bat. I mean, you had that twelve thirty kick. It was really cool to see. Like that game ended at night, um, and you always like it's always weird being on the West Coast. Like what? What what's going on here? Um, but the the scene was incredible. They also had great games across the the landscape where we were talking about how you had these what four games of undefeateds going up against each other. Tennessee, Alabama was one of them. We had another one in um, Penn State in Michigan that ended up just being an absolute rout. It looked close, and then it wasn't. Michigan is so good up front. Yes, on both they sides. They are so good in the trenches. Their offensive and defensive lines, like it is incredible to 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 watch them operate because they're the number one pick in the draft in Aiden Hutchinson. Their defensive line might be better right now. Yes. Yes, as a unit, like, it is impenetrable. And I, I, their offensive line, which didn't, I think they won, like, the award for best O-line, the, the Joe Moore Award, mm-hmm. they're better than they were a year ago. Like, they imposed their will on Penn State, and the Nittany Lions had no answer, absolutely no answer in that second half. And that's kind of the dream of Jim Harbaugh is, it's going to be close. You're going to muddy this thing up, and then they wear you down. In the second half, the dam broke. That game was close at halftime, and in that third quarter, the Wolverines just leaned on them. And when you run for 418 yards in a game... I mean, with two running backs both going over a buck fifty, You are a special kind of operator on the offensive line. So that game was meh. It was over pretty quick, mostly because the uh, Penn State Nittany Lions were so distraught that they had to go away from their senior quarterback because he couldn't do anything because they were putting nine guys in the box and they threw their, what, true freshman and uh, Drew Aller out there to the Wolves. And then after that, it was just basically Michigan marching down the field. Um, at least TCU and Oklahoma State made up for it. Yeah. I mean that game 100%. was that game was really good. That was a double overtime, and those were uh, two unbeaten's from the uh, Big Twelve, where Oklahoma State's lost to TCU. I mean that might be an eliminator, even though TCU is really stinking good right now. And the Sunny Dykes in that offense, they are humming. And with TCU, it's always interesting when you have like that kind of offense, and you have that offensive-minded coach. Mm-hmm. When they fell down twenty-four-seven. Uh, to to Oklahoma State, it was like, uh oh, mm-hmm. what are we gonna do here? But and then we they absolutely went on a run and a half. Um, but this is this is the thing with Oklahoma State. Nobody's gonna trust them. Nobody trusts really TCU either. The Big Twelve has got the Pac twelves exact same issue where you have really high-level teams mm-hmm. that nobody trusts or nobody is no. going to believe in until you go and you win those big games out of conference. And that's the thing. For Oklahoma State, they're always going to be a team that you look at. The offense is incredible, but can they stop anybody? And, and they were stopping people relatively well, but, I mean, also TCU and Max Duggan is the machine right now. And it kind of went as I expected. Who, who has the ball last kind of a situation, literally going to a double overtime. Yeah. So uh, it's it's – I wouldn't say it's unfortunate because it doesn't like it takes another one out of the out of the holster and makes uh, Oregon UCLA a top ten matchup, well, which is exactly what we wanted to see happen, anyways. TCU may be one of those teams that everybody needs to watch out for because if they clear this next hurdle, this if they run the table, they probably should get the nod. Well, they've already beaten three ranked teams I mean. in a row. Yeah, they beat uh, at that time 18th ranked Oklahoma, and they put up 55 on Brent Venables' defense. Mm-hmm. Then they beat number 19, Kansas, on the road, 38-31. Then they beat 8th-ranked Oklahoma State at home, 43-40 in double overtime. This next week, they've got 17th-ranked Kansas State. And I I think that is this weekend. They don't have a bye. Um, But you have have that, and then they have Texas at the end. Their resume is going to be incredible if they can get through this thing unscathed. And Baylor was a team that people thought was going to be at least uh, a ranked team. Yeah, but again, like even like Baylor, the second to last game of the season, it's another team on your on your schedule where you're like, it's not a it's not a softball. No, no, not by any means. Like if I told you Baylor, you know, jumped up and snagged 
TCU by the toes, would you be surprised? No. That's what I'm saying. Not like, one bit. So if you look at that schedule and you're like, well, they beat the hell out of Oklahoma, they beat Kansas, they beat Oklahoma State, they beat Kansas State, and then they beat Texas. Like, well, they beat four or five ranked opponents and two other good teams. And they may even be able to suffer a loss at some point because they've gone through this gauntlet and, and might be able to um, it's be in be that Texas. conversation for a, a college football playoff spot. The game, though, that everybody is thinking about out here was the nightcap of what was the craziest day in college football. Um, Hear Danny's excuses as to why USC lost next. (laughs) Danny and Dusty on the fan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.